What's up, guys? This is Mike coming at you with episode number 10 of the Fly Pod. It is Saturday, October, scratch that, November the 2nd. And I'm here with my guys, Mike Stein and Kevin Bailwears. Welcome, guys. Hey. They are joining me. And if you might remember, if you're a big Fly Pod fan, you might remember that they joined me for episode number three. So it's good to have you guys back in the house. Uh, Fly Bash tonight. Not many people come in. It's me, Steiner, Kevin, James. Uh, Alex Stoyanov is going to be there, and it will be a, a nice time celebrating the season. So uh, if you're you're coming, looking forward to seeing you there. All right, well, let's jump right in. Today, we're going to go over the fall season, which uh, was a little challenging for us, but uh, we'll reflect on how we grew during that time, and then we'll go over the best moments of 2019 and, and give a little look ahead for the Flies. So let's start talking about the fall season at Mellis, which came to an end two weeks ago or so. Um, and it ended in a first-round playoff loss to the Tugboats. I think the final score was 44-28, to something like that, like a football score. You know, it was a, a tough league. We were put in the A League with a bunch of uh, difficult teams to play against, but we did have some great victories. Uh, and Steiner, you came for the tail end of the season to you know plug up a hole at shortstop, so that was greatly appreciated. But what would you guys think of the fall season? Yeah, I mean, you know, I was only there for – I think four games total, maybe the last three weeks. It was really good competition, probably some of the best competition that we've seen. Um, for what it's worth, we actually, I think my first week out, we beat one of the teams that I notoriously have never beaten before. So all things considered, you know, we're moving in the right direction. Die Hard? Yeah, that was I Die Hard. I think it was Die Hard. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And, and I was just happy to kind of come out and um, help out the team and got some reps at shortstop. I think we're still obviously getting used to the style of play at Mellis with the flatter pitching and everything, whereas in Morton Grove with the unlimited arc, it's a lot harder to get you know, a solid offense going every single inning for the opposition too, whereas we've dealt with, like we did against Tugboats, um, granted a lot of it had to do with wind and everything, but if you don't have your best night hitting, you're usually going to lose in this league. So it was, yeah, you know, sure. it's the inconsistency of being willing to take walks or the right swing at the right time, um, but definitely a lot of growth and positivity. Um, definitely proud, proud of the, proud of the season, proud of the guys. Yeah, proud of the efforts. I think two two wins stick out to me. One was that diehard win because I honestly went into that game just like praying not to lose by so much, you know, mm-hmm. to be competitive oh, yeah. and to like. To come out on top, that was pretty awesome. And then another big victory was against Ritz. And I don't know, I think you were there for that one against Ritz. And that's a team that Billy uh, has played for in the past. And he's a part of their team on another night of the week. But traditionally, they're a real good team. And I think we won 20-18. to Um, So some really great victories because there were some pretty um, hard losses for us. Games we should have won and games where we just did not play like fly softball. Um, So... Ending the season five and six, you know, it, it's all good. Um, being put in the competitive division after winning the championship in the summer is a good, um, a, a, something to hang your hat on for sure. But I want to talk about uh, Mr. Kevin Bowers, your resurgence, and just the uh, the tweaks you made to your game that you saw in the fall and, and everybody was noticing that you were just uh, on fire. What's going on with, with your swing, man? Um, I was just trying to focus more on making sure I'm swinging at strikes. I know I was going up there and swinging early too often earlier on in the year and probably wasn't as focused as I needed to be. 
Um, and I talked to Billy actually about taking more walks. And even though I didn't really take as many walks, I was more selective with the pitches I was swinging at. Uh, and I also, with coaching from James and Justin and pretty much everybody, was trying to focus on really driving uh, my hips more. Um, and even though I'm still working on all that timing, uh, Stein also always reminds me that I've got like quick hands and that when the hips aren't really working, I can still drive the ball with my arms and my hands uh, through the middle of the infield pretty much. And even if it's a single every time to left or right center, uh, just getting somebody on is huge. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it, it was noticeable. Um, and I, I had sent you a couple texts too, just being like, Hey man, like something's working with your swing. So keep it up. So that was, that was, that was awesome to see. Um, but overall looking at the fall, like we said, it's like ending up five and six in, in a, a great league where we played breaking bats twice and breaking bats is the team that won it all who, you know, they were absolutely ridiculous. Just, I think James was telling me they're like a D level team or most of the guys on there play for like a D level team. Yeah. yeah. Um, just, uh, super good players. So one day we'll get there, <laughs> but one day at a time, one game at a time. Let's talk about the best moments of 2019. So when you think back to opening day, which was May 6th, I want to say, uh, back in Morton Grove. Can't come soon enough. <laughs> can't come soon enough, right? Next year. Yeah, the countdown's already on the wall. But thinking about that whole season from summer to fall, you know, we played a tournament in that time. Didn't go that well, but, um, you know, we had some good moments. What sticks out as your favorite moment of fly softball this past season? I mean, the last few years, just winning championships here and there has been really nice. It's, it's kind of been like a way to, uh, I guess, vindicate, um, you know, a lot of the time that you put in. I, I realize that this is all about fun, but it's it's nice to uh, hang your hat on something at the end of the season every once in a while. So our Thursday championship, you know, I, I love those nights at Mellis where you know you're in it for a long night. You're going to play three games if, if everything goes well. And, you know, it, it's kind of like just almost like the brotherhood and camaraderie. Like, hey, you're you're in it for the long one. And, and, and usually, you know, they're supposed to be three-hour nights and they wind up being more like five-hour mm -hmm. nights. But that's true. We kind of like go through hell with everybody. But, you know, to come out on top is, uh, is pretty special. So, yeah. Um, I think it's hard to pick one moment. Obviously, the championship was so fun. I mean, it's been a while since I was on a championship team. I mean, I know I helped you guys out that one fall that you guys won. Um, but it's been a long road to, to win one. And I just remember how excited I was that night. But, I mean, like you have written down, too, beating Grave Diggers in the playoffs was awesome too i mean they had that injury but they easily could have come back and they just we just put them in the rearview mirror and just kept stepping you know stepping on their throats i don't know it was all really fun year and i'm really excited about next year yeah for sure those are the two i wrote down the championship for sure like i can remember vividly because it was your sack fly that won it steiner and i mean i remember where i was like exactly vividly you know watching carlos slide in it was just like yeah Man, I remember I scared the crap out of Jess on the ride home because I just gave out like a huge like guttural yell of like, <laughs> yeah, like we did it. And uh, but yeah, that was really exciting. And yeah, beating Gravediggers because like I think in that Morton Grove League amongst the top teams, I mean, they know that we've were we're not one of the bottom feeders, but 
I think still were not taken as seriously in that league and to come out and beat them 19 to nine just showed them like, Hey, we can play. Yeah. We're still maybe a little inconsistent in that MG league. Mm-hmm. Um, you but know, we got that ability, but we have that ability and we, you know, we just next year, like you talked about Kevin next year, we're just going to seek to be more consistent and play at that level all the time. So yeah, those two moments for sure. But you know, I was, I was feeling sentimental as, as I always do. I wear my heart on my sleeve in, in that way. But like, you know, the night after, the night we finished fall, I just posted on the Facebook, um, just like every moment I, I love. You know, obviously the, the peaks are, are better than the, the valleys, but you know, every time we're able to go out and, and play together, it's uh, it's a good moment for me. So 2019, I, I, you know, and I shared this with Kevin and Steiner. I didn't have much time to get stats, but I wanted to get our record for the entire 2019, but it doesn't matter. It was a successful year and that's, uh, you can't, it, however you want to measure that with numbers, whatever, but it was, it was a good year as a step in the right direction. And not to mention, we got a lot of compliments on our uniforms too, which was yeah. pretty dope. Yeah, so nice job uh, with that one, uh, Mike. Yeah. That was, uh, that's good stuff. Something we'll, we'll keep forever. So looking ahead to the, uh, 2020 season, you know, we got the off season coming up first, but, uh, really the plan is to stick with our core group of guys, which we have about, you know, 13 or 14 in that core. Um, plan is to get better. Uh, offer up to each guy, you know, Mondays at Morton Grove, try to finish the, that unfinished business and Thursdays at Mellis to try to defend our crown and, and see what we have. You know, I'll always be looking and thinking about um, adding new talent, of course, but only as needed. Always just have that eye on the future. I know there's a couple guys that um, I want to talk to just to see their interest, to see, um, you know, if we can make our team even better. But, you know, the group of guys we have is, is uh, a great group. Well, this marks the end of season one of the Fly Pod. It's been ten episodes, and and the reason I'll share with you the the motivation behind the Fly Pod really it comes from a basketball podcast that I actually listen to, CJ McCollum's podcast, the Pull Up Pod. And if you actually listen to the Pull Up Pod, you'll probably notice a lot of similarities uh, between the podcasts. But CJ McCollum does a, a really great job with his podcast; it's really cool. I encourage you to check it out. So I'm I'm really happy with how the Fly Pod has gone. Uh, this year, you know, guys have been really into it. I know guys poke fun at me at, at the beginning, and it is a little ridiculous. I know it's a little bit extra, but, um, you know, we've developed 10 episodes. We've had over three hours of content, um, six special guests I counted, and over uh, 200 plays. And what that means is that's not just me listening over and over and over again. That just shows me <laughs> that, you know, this has been well received. I know there's guys out there that appreciate it. So looking forward to season two of the Fly Pod. Steiner, what's one thing that, that you want to see more of on the fly pod? So I really like it when you have like guests come on and like you do those like quick hitter questions. Those are a lot of fun to listen to, kind of get to know everybody a bit on a more personal level. I think the other thing that would be pretty cool is uh, if you do have a guest on to kind of have maybe, I don't know, you know, it's a working title, work in progress kind of thing, but like a ask the expert kind of thing and, and, and talk about like in a situation, like what do you do mm. at this position on defense? Like, mm-hmm. what are you looking for? Or in a batting situation, you know, runners on the corners, you know, one out type of thing. Like what are you trying to do when you're at bat given like a game situation? Hit you know? Yeah. Hit yeah. Hit Always dinger. Swing yeah. for the fences. Yeah. yeah. We're out of home runs. How do we adjust our swing? You know, hit, uh, dinger. <laughs> almost, you know, some, something like a, like an ask the expert or like uh what would you do? Yeah, yeah what would situational, you do? Yeah. yeah, type of thing to, uh, I don't know, just you know, kind of get like people's perspective on on, you know, the play and and everything like that. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that that's helpful because 
like we, I think about left field and how I react, but then I, I never consider, you know, what, what you would do at second or what you do at first or even what people are doing on the mound or even catching is a huge position too in terms of being ready for when a play actually does come to you. Um, but yeah, I think that's a great idea. Of course, the flyby, we're always fine-tuning questions and we'll, we'll continue to do that. But I, I like that kind of ask the expert. Yeah. Uh, that, that sounds cool. What I about you? think of a good title for it. But. Yeah, <laughs> we have all off-season. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking... Uh, one that would be really fun is uh, we'll have Jess sit down with the book, and she has to do a reenactment of every single pitch and play. <laughs> uh, so then you can listen back to the games. Um, I think she'll love that. Yeah, uh, I think so. <laughs> um, no, I think I think stuff will come up naturally too. Ideas that you know um, for improvements, but I think it's already pretty entertaining. I'll Wait, think of something. You, you got all off season uh, to think yeah, about it, man. Right? Six months to blank. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then one thing I'm going to look at too is the the platform to host it because with SoundCloud, you know, we're out of the free minutes and it's like six bucks a month to to hold all of it on there. So I do have all of the content, but looking at a platform maybe that can hold all of it is something that I'll, I'll do over the uh, the hibernation that we have coming up. Well, that wraps up season one and episode 10 of the Fly Pod. was a little bit on the shorter side today because I didn't have time to plan out all the statistical analysis and analyses that I wanted to. We also got to get going to, uh, to dinner to the Fly Bash, as we call it. <laughs> and Kevin uh, overslept. And Kevin overslept. Steiner, Kevin, any uh, last words for the Flies before they go off into the offseason? No, rest up. Uh, I'm sure Mike will send out our offseason workouts for each and every you know, customized player. Um, you know it. Uh, <laughs> no, have a good off season, boys, and looking forward to the springtime. I uh, quit my job. I'm going out to the Dominican to play all winter. Uh, work on my pitching. Uh, yeah, I'll see you guys in the tip top shape in the in the spring, or not. I don't know. We'll see <laughs> or, if I make it back. Yeah, you'll still be down there. I think. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. Have a great off season, and as always, go flies. Graphic or magic with Taylor May status and plus flavor that's automatic. Uh. We're not falling, we take it back to the days of yes, Charlotte. We're holding on to what's golden. No, no, stage, I rage and I'm rolling. We're not falling, a shot calling. We take it back to the days of yes, Charlotte. We're holding on to what's golden. <laughs>